Hi there, my name's Juanita and you're listening to Addicted to Chaos. Hello everyone, it is good to talk to you all again so soon. I really want to be consistent with this, so we're going to give it our best fucking shot because the key to success, no matter how shit your product, (laughs) is consistency. To give you guys a little update on what's been going on in my life, um, I think I have hemorrhoids. Um, So... (laughs) TMI, but you know what? Fuck it. It's my podcast. So yeah, I think I've got hemorrhoids. About a week and a half ago, I uh, started to get a really itchy anus. Uh, and that was not fun. And then I felt like a little bit of pain. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And um, I spoke to one of my friends about it and they mentioned hemorrhoids. And I was like, oh, you know, look, what are hemorrhoids? Um, she's like, Google it. So I did. I Googled it. And um, then I took a photo of my own ass. Because I can't, I can't see my own asshole. I have to take a photo of her. Of course, I deleted the photo, and then I went into my deleted and deleted the deleted. Duh! Because I use my phone for work, and imagine if I was showing someone something, and a photo of my fucking asshole popped up on my phone, <laughs> and they had to be like, "What's that?" Oh, it's just my hemorrhoids. <laughs> Fuck no. So, um, yeah, I think I have hemorrhoids because what I googled pretty much came up with what I've got. In comparison to what I saw on Google, I have a very, 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 very mild version of it. However, um, I did go to the pharmacy and I asked the pharmacist, I spoke to him about it, and um, he just kind of confirmed all of my symptoms with me and he gave me a hemorrhoid cream. And so I've been using that the last couple of nights. I've been feeling a little bit better. So hopefully they fuck off soon because we'd love to shove a butt plug up there. (laughs) Joking, not joking. But in all honesty, I would just love to like shit right now and not be in pain. So um, let's hope my fucking hemorrhoids fuck off for all zone. The only other update I have for you guys is that I um, built a tower rack. I'm really proud of myself. When I moved into my apartment, I the fucking tower rail that I've got, it's like this metal fucking chrome piece of shit. And uh, I absolutely hated it from the moment I saw it. And so I was looking around for like wooden tower racks because I want like one piece of stained wood in each of my rooms just to kind of I want to like mask up the place a little bit so that's why I'm switching everything out to like MacBook fixings um some things need replacing anyway so that was really convenient but then the tower rail like that really needed replacing but then when I looked on like even Etsy like to get a tower rail it was like $250 I was like oh (laughs) no so I was like you know what I can just fucking build this shit myself so you know it took me how long have I lived here October November, December, January, February, March, April. It took me six months, um, but I finally built myself a tower rack. (laughs) So I went to Bunnings and I just bought like this long plank of wood. Don't know what else to call that. And then I bought like a piece of doweling and then I got them to cut that into three pieces for me. So I got them to cut this plank of wood into two pieces and the doweling into three equal parts. And then I bought a bit like for your drill, like a bit. And then I bought a drill and I drilled holes into not holes like little circular cutouts if you will but it doesn't go all the way through the wood and then I bought some like little matte black brackets and then I bought some stain so altogether it probably did cost me about $250 to make myself however I now have a drill which I can use on my own at home DIY projects because I'm always doing fucking something I have some stain because I've got some old wooden stuff which I would like to strip and then restain with the stain because I prefer this and I'm loving my tower out now even more than the one that I saw on Etsy to begin with so I'm really fucking happy about that so I should probably post a photo of that actually because I'm just really fucking proud of that and yeah anyway so I made a tower rack I'm so fucking happy with myself because it looks fantastic and it fits it can fit like one two three 
It can fit. Why did I have to count that? <laughs> Who fucking knows? But it can fit six towels on it. Um, so I'm super fucking happy. So me and my housemate, we just have each of our towels on it. We've got a rail to ourselves and then the top rail that can be, you know, whoever visits us or whatever. And then if we want to have a party with like three more people and they all want to have showers, you know, they can also hang their towels up, which is fucking great. Don't know why that's going to happen because we live in a two-bedroom apartment but um, and it's very small. But in case that ever happens, there you go. We have a tower rack. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's pretty much the update for this week, guys. Sorry, it's not not a lot's going kind of going on in my life. Uh, it's so funny because I I titled this podcast "Addicted to Chaos" because my life, literally my my entire life, my twenty three years of life, have been so fucking chaotic. There is always some dumb shit going on in my life. And yes, I have hemorrhoids. And yes, I built a tower rack. But that is so fucking mild in comparison to the weeks that I would have before I was put on this anxiety medication, like this anxiety medication has seriously just kind of chilled my life out a lot. And I'm just thoroughly enjoying it at the moment. Obviously, like I said in my last podcast episode, I don't want to be on this for forever. I do want to figure my life out. And that's something that I definitely need to do. And I would like to start working on because I'm almost getting bored. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's definitely boredom that I'm feeling. I don't know. There's a fine line between like contentment and boredom. Actually, I can update you guys on this. Um, I'm also on my period this week, so I've been feeling really irritated. So this week's episode uh, is about pet peeves. I just feel like complaining and venting, and so that's what this episode's about. (laughs) Hope you enjoy. So my first pet peeve is people that talk during movies and TV shows. Shut the fuck up. Like, just stop talking. I hate that. Like, if you want to talk to me about something, if it's urgent, ask me to pause the movie or pause the TV show, and we could have a quick chat about it, like if it's urgent. If you just want to talk to me about crap or like whatever don't piss off (laughs) I hate that shit and like people I guess like people in the movies as well like when you go to the cinema and people talking shut the fuck up shut the fuck up get out or like if I'm coming home from work my housemate's nice but if she wants to talk to me I'm like no I want to watch my tv show and eat something I just talk to people all fucking day I don't want to talk to anybody else (laughs) or like if my friend calls me after work I won't answer because I just want to go home and eat food sorry to those of you who I've done that to, but I'm just being honest. I love you, but I don't want to talk to you right now. I'll call you in an hour after I've eaten and watched an episode of Friends. My next pet peeve is people that drive well under the speed limit. You guys need to fuck off. You need to seriously get fucking going or I'm going to blow up your car. <laughs> that, that's a bit aggressive. Okay, I'm not going to blow up your car. I don't even think I know how to fucking blow up a car, but seriously, like what the fuck? Especially if it's like a one way, like if there's just like one lane, there's like a one lane road. And if you're like doing like 20Ks or even 10Ks under the speed limit or even 5Ks, I get pissed off at people that do 5Ks under the speed limit. Do the fucking speed limit. You fucking grandma. That's another thing I hate. My, one of my pet peeves is like old people that fucking drive on the road. Like you get, if you get to a certain age and you like you're struggling to drive or like you can't, you know, just hand in your license. Don't fucking do it anymore. I'm so happy that my nan gave up her license like 10 fucking years ago. Proud of my nan. She uses public transport. All other old people should follow with my nana's example i appreciate that so much i also can't stand it when um people from like internationally where they don't drive a lot just come to australia and they just get given an australian license and then because i don't know our fucking government thinks that they can just go and drive like we can we go through so much fucking shit to get our license here in australia like we spend a whole year on our learners provided that we do all of the hours and that we do all of the tests and shit and then we have to spend a year on our P1 
our provisional one license and then two years at our provisional two license before we even get our full fucking license. An international person with some shit system in a different country. I'm not, I'm not saying all fucking countries. Some countries have really amazing like driver's license tests and whatever. But there are some countries where their systems are just not up to our standard and then they just come to Australia and then they get a license and then they just don't know how to fucking drive on our roads. And I'm, And I know this for a fact because I work with people who are international people. They are so lovely, but they have no idea how to fucking drive. And they've just been given an Australian driver's license and it fucks me off. Speaking of people who are driving, um, another one of my pet peeves are people that don't pull all the way up to the lights. So therefore, like not triggering the lights to switch and so that we can go. This happened to me um, the other night. I pulled up and I was turning like right in the right hand turning lane and the car in front of me was the first car but it was like a whole car back so it wasn't triggering the system and I shit you not the line behind us went on for like the lights could have changed four fucking times so I had to go right up this car's fucking us nearly I swear I was like a millimeter from touching this fucking car before he moved like even just like a foot or two forward and then as soon as he did that, the lights fucking triggered. Like, wouldn't you be sitting there thinking, hmm, this is taking an awful long time. You know, what's going on here? Oh, look at that. My car's a whole fucking car away from the line. <sighs> it irritates me so much. Just fucking move forward. You dumb cunt. <laughs> Another thing I hate, which is something that I'll admit I can be too sometimes, are hypocrites. People that hate on people that do certain things and then do it themselves irritate me so fucking much like and I, ca- I can be a little hypocritical everybody can be a little hypocritical and you know what that's completely fine it's completely human in my opinion however if you are a hypocrite just stop that just just don't do that anymore it's really irritating but I think that's like a super super standard one nobody likes a hypocrite another pet peeve of mine is entitled people oh I want to fucking smack them <laughs> I think sometimes um I can be a little entitled. Um, I feel extremely grateful to live in Australia, to live in the country that I do live in. I feel extremely grateful to have the family and the friends that I have. I feel extremely grateful to be in the position I am. I have an apartment, which even though I've been under some financial stress this year, I am still able to pay the bank for. However, sometimes my ego can get the better of me and I do you know, go through little phases of entitlement. Uh, However, I do have an amazing mother who brings me back down to earth and tells me to stop that shit um, because she did not bring me up to be an entitled brat. So thank you, (laughs) mum. However, just as like a general thing, I fucking hate entitled people, people that think that the world owes them something and always say like, why me? Why me? Why can't I have this? Why isn't this happening for me? Why? And that's that's another thing. Like people who complain about things but do very little to nothing to fix them. Like people who play victim. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like like there you have there are so many options you have. You can you can do so many things. You are so much more capable than you think you are. Just go out and fucking, you know, do it. Try it. You know, you might get somewhere. You know, stop stop waiting for things to happen. Like if you want something to happen, like change change what you're doing because nothing nothing's going to happen if you keep doing the same thing. That's like insanity is literally doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's what insanity is. So, you know what? People who are fucking entitled are just, they're insane. So shut the fuck up and go and do something with your life. <laughs> this next one, 
is just kind of funny and hypocritical. Uh, me being, this is an example of me being hypocritical because I'm literally sitting here um, talking about my pet peeves and things that I hate. But my next pet peeve are people who just always have nothing good to say, who are very negative or very pessimistic people that are always saying negative things. I, in general, am a very happy person. I'm such an enthusiastic person. I always like to think the best of people or the best of situations or whatever. This episode is definitely not one of those times. This is definitely a time where I feel like I just need to vent and I want to be a bit hateful. Hateful is not the right word. Just pissed off. We're going to go with that. Pissed off is a little milder than hateful. But you know, I'm a human too. I'm not a fucking angel. And I'll explain why I'm not an angel later. But yeah, people that are fucking negative, don't like negative people. Like if you've got, if you've got someone in your life who is just constantly fucking negative all the time, kick them out. Honestly, you don't need them. Like they're just bringing you down. If you're off with the fucking fairies and rainbows all the time, you definitely probably need someone that's going to ground you and maybe like a realist, like someone who's going to tell you like the facts of life. However, if you've just got someone who's like negative and doesn't want to you know, doesn't have any, doesn't want to shed any light on it or give you any advice on anything, then I think you just, I think it's best to just shut them out. Yeah, no. I want to call them negative Nancys, but I know a Nancy and she's so fucking lovely, but um, stop being a negative numbnut. That's a good one. Another one of my pet peeves, and this is probably one of my biggest pet peeves, are people who don't understand personal space. Oh, I am someone, my love language is definitely not touch. And therefore, I think I'm also in the same category as I don't like it when people are like, you know, within 50 centimeters of me, um, just in general, like friends, family, whatever. Like if I'm sitting on the couch, I want you to be on the other side of the couch. Like I don't want you to sit on top of me. Mm. Unless I've like haven't seen you in a while and I want to give you a big hug, cuddle, maybe watch a movie like then like I love you and like I just want to spend this time with you. But after about, you know, 15 minutes of that, I'm going to go and sit on the other side of the couch because it's just too much. It's just I don't like being in other people's personal space. I don't like people being in my personal space. And it really fucking shits me when people do this in public. Like when they're when you're walking across, like when you're walking along the street, for example, and there's the whole fucking street and no one's walking on the fucking street. But then you've got someone walking half a meter behind you. Oh, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, no, I genuinely can't stand those people. Or like, for example, today I was in Savers. I was thrifting. I was thrifting like some shirts. I was in the men's section, but you know what? I'm more than I'm fucking entitled. I'm I'm more than entitled to be in the men's section. I can shop in the men's section. That's completely fucking fine. So I'm going through the men's shirts and this other man comes like and stands right fucking next to me and starts looking at like the tops that are three over from the ones that I'm looking at. And I'm thinking like, sir, excuse me go to the other side of the rack like start on that side don't start right next to me like it just it makes absolutely no fucking sense to me why people think that that is okay especially after we've just gone through a worldwide pandemic where we have literally had to keep two meters away from people for the last three years sir please fuck off (laughs) irritates me so much And just going along with that one, um, another one that really fucks me off um, are people that don't pick up on social cues, especially the ones where like you clearly want them to leave you alone or like leave you and your friends alone. I feel like most people, like if you're having a conversation with someone and you're trying to end that conversation, I feel like most people will vibe with the fact that you're trying to end that conversation and then the conversation will come to a amicable conclusion and then you will part ways. However, some people just either don't fucking get it or they don't want to accept that the conversation is ending and 
people that don't want to accept the conversation's ending, first of all, you're annoying. <laughs> Second of all, please respect my boundaries. And then the people that just don't pick up on those social cues, I feel like you need to go out into the world a little bit more and have a little bit more, you know, worldly experiences and, you know, speak to some more people just in general because oh my God, you're going to annoy so many fucking people in your life and you're probably going to miss a lot of opportunities if you can't understand social cues. I think I'm I'm not great. Like what my, one of my love languages, like if we're talk, go, going back to love languages, just because I find this the easiest way to explain this, but one of my love languages is words of affirmation. Like I need people to tell me how they feel about me. And in some instances, like I definitely feel I might need someone to use specific words to tell me like how they're feeling or you know what they want because you know I'm a human I'm not a fucking mind reader as much as sometimes I think it would be so great but yeah I just really don't understand how some people just genuinely can't pick up on the most obvious of social cues and this is like especially apparent with like when I'm out with my friends for example and we're at a bar and some guy or some group of guys like comes up and starts talking to us and like and you know we're clearly not interested like we're clearly showing signs of rejection like we're crossing our arms our shoulders are hunched you know we're not standing close to them we're not giggling like you know we're looking at each other like what the fuck is going on here you know like that, that those are clearly signs that we want you to fuck off and that we're not interested Um, and I think in those instances, it's kind of easier because usually you've had a couple drinks, you know, like, and you've got a little bit more courage to just grab your friends and run the fuck away from them. However, with instances like with work, sometimes I'll, uh, I'll meet with clients and they just don't, some of them just don't quite understand that I want to leave, um, that I might have more important places to be than to be standing there talking to them about their cat for half an hour. So good luck to them in life, I guess. I mean, I wish you all the best. Another one of my pet peeves. Uh, people that stare at you at the gym especially older men I'm not interested sir how why do you think that you staring at me is ever gonna make me think oh yeah that's that's something that I want no I don't understand why people especially men especially older men think it's okay to stare at girls especially like young girls they're a lot younger than them at the gym or just anywhere just in general but like especially it happens at the gym because obviously at the gym like girls are in like workout clothing which is you know especially when they're working out it gets hot it gets sweaty you know we we only want to be in a sports bra and shorts because we're fucking sweating our asses off you know trying to build our bodies and be stronger women to fight the potential attackers (laughs) like you who are staring at us oh I just like I fucking hate people that stare at me at the gym like can you please look somewhere else sir or like I hate when um I also hate when sometimes like when you find these men staring at you and like you look at them and then they'll give you like another look like they think that you want them it's like I definitely don't please fuck off and so I'll either give them like a like a weird look um but they'll keep staring at me and um, most of the time I'll just look away because I'm not like a, I know maybe sometimes in these podcast episodes I can come off as a slightly aggressive person but I swear I'm not an aggressive person I'm such a nice person and I really don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable even though this man who was staring at me in like in the gym is making me feel extremely uncomfortable by staring at me I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable so most of the time I'll just look away I'll get back to what I'm doing and try and ignore the burning eyes in the back of my head There have been on occasion 
where I've been in one of those moods like I am today, like I have been in this week because I'm on a period, where if someone stares at me, I'll just stare at them back. But the thing is, though, with that, there has been on two occasions, uh, they have come up to me afterwards or they have attempted to and I have grabbed my bag and walked away. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, sir, you're staring at me. You're, I'm clearly not giving you any signs that I'm interested. Why do you think that it's okay to come over to me? Leave me alone. I'm just trying to gym. You're also twice my age, so fuck off. This one shits me, literally. Uh, it's when people leave the toilet seat up. I fucking hate that. Oh, just anybody, anybody, people that leave the toilet seat up, you are gross because you know what happens when you get up off the toilet, you flush the toilet. And when you flush the toilet, water swells around really frantically. And then lots of those little water particles float about the air. And if you've peed, there's urine in these water, in these like little particles of water that are floating everywhere. But if you've shat, there's little particles of your shit in these pieces of water that then float about the air and land on surfaces. Like, I don't know, the tap, which I use to turn on to to clean my hands, which are not clean because then I turn the tap off again and there's shit particles in my hands. Or the sink, or if you leave your toothbrush... If you leave your... I'm sorry, I'm gagging. If you leave your toothbrush out and your your toilet is in the the same space as your toothbrush and you've left the toilet seat up and you've just shat and you've just flushed... You're going to have shit particles on your toothbrush. That's disgusting. I don't think I could ever. I probably have because I've been wildly drunk on multiple occasions. But sober, consciously, I don't think I could ever kiss someone who leaves their toothbrush out in the same room that they go to the toilet in. Especially if they leave the seat up. That's disgusting. You disgust me. And also, it's just not pretty. Like, I'm such an aesthetics person. Like, everything, like, I like when things look aesthetically pleasing. It is pleasing to my eye. It makes me calm, especially being a design graduate. I need things to look a certain way for me to remain calm. Otherwise, I freak out. Happens quite regularly. And so, a closed toilet seat. See, that's clean. That's aesthetically pleasing. Toilets, they they only get so aesthetically pleasing, but a closed seat... Like, that's the most aesthetically pleasing it's going to get. If you leave the toilet seat open, yuck. That's not pretty. People who take selfies in mirrors and the toilets are behind them and they're open. First of all, just people that do that and the toilet seats are closed, don't fucking do that. But then especially people that leave the toilet seats open and they're taking a mirror selfie and there's open toilets in the background. Why? What are you doing? (laughs) Another one, and I think a lot of mothers out there can agree with me, um... I'm not a mother, but sometimes I feel like one around my friends. When people say that they're going to do something and they don't do it, oh, it fucks me off. Like, when, if they, like, I mean, I, I can be a bit like this. This is me being a little bit hypocritical again. Like, if I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it, um, it's usually, like, I won't do it straight away. It's because, like, I want to, I don't know, eat something or, like, sleep first or I'm doing something. I'll get to that after I've done this. But, like, people who say they're going to do something and then it's, like, a week later and they still haven't done it. Like, I, I, I really, I really don't like you. I'm sorry. I'm actually, no, I'm not sorry. I, I really don't like you. <laughs> now, a lot of my friends can relate to me on this one because this irritates the fuck out of them as well. But people that sing the same verse over and over and over and over this, there was this one specific, like, this is one particular girl um, who I worked with um, when I had my part-time job uh, back in high school. And she used to sing um, 
I think this is a fucking Katy Perry song. I don't know. But she used to sing this one verse over and over and over and over. And every time I saw that I was going to have a shift with this girl, I would just dread going in because I just knew I was going to have to listen to her. And one time I actually told her, I was like, hey, you know, you repeating lines is really annoying. And then she said, I, she doesn't even realize that she's doing it. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I think just like repetitive things in general, like really piss me off. Like even music. So music, if it's like super really, like if, if the music is super repetitive and it doesn't have a good beat or like, you know, the, the, um, singing over the track isn't nice at all or whatever it really fucking irritates me and like people that snore snoring really fucks me off because it's obviously got like a very repetitive noise or people I do this as well this is me being hypocritical but like clicking pens like I'd, I'd rarely have pens in my hands because I know that I'm like a um compulsive clicker like I constantly click pens but like people who click pens like constantly and like aren't conscious of it and like don't realize that they're annoying people and they just do it oh fucks me off I just don't like repetitive noises it's just super fucking annoying and the last pet peeve that I'm going to talk about today because I probably have a lot more but um I feel like I've been too negative this is this is as negative as I can be for the day and this is actually a really controversial one um but people that reply straight away all the time like, what's up with that? Are you just, like, stuck to your phone? Like, what's going on? I understand that, like, you get notifications and, you, you know, your phone vibrates and then you reply to that person. But surely there is more than, like, three people in your life that are messaging you. Like, I – maybe I'm just very blessed. Maybe I'm just very blessed that, you know, my, my family constantly talk to me, like, a couple of them every day. My friends talk to me a couple of them every day. And then I talk to people like I'm messaging like my work-related things like every day. And so I've got like a lot of people to respond to. So I don't always get to back to people like straight away. I'll get to back to people. I think the latest I'll get back to someone is like maybe two days later. And I know that that's really bad. And that's only like me, like that's, I do that in like very extreme circumstances when like I'm going through a really busy period or if I'm sick, like if I'm sick, I'm not one of these people that like is sick and like stuck on their phone. Like I just, when I'm sick, I'm like glued to the TV. I'm lying on the couch, like half dead, eating chocolate, drinking bourbon, which I know is not good for you when you're sick, but whatever, I'm sick. I can do what I want and watching TV. But yeah, I just don't understand these people that reply to you straight away. It's like, oh, it just makes me anxious. I'm like, fuck, do I have to like live up to that expectation? Like that standard of replying straight away as well. And I never do because I just, I don't ever want to be I don't ever want to have to live up to that expectation because it's just not me. I'm not an instant replier. I'm sorry. I'm actually not sorry. So I feel like I've done a lot of complaining about other people and my pet peeves and the issues that I have with other people. So um, now I just want to clarify that I'm not perfect. Uh, I definitely have a lot of annoying traits. Um, However, I do try my best to be conscious of my idiosyncrasies um, so that I can do my best not to annoy people. However, my irritating behaviors are as follows. I'm loud and dramatic. I know that. I know that. I come from a very loud household. Uh, uh, my family in general, especially my mum, were just very loud people. Um, and my dramatic side, um, I don't know exactly where that comes from. I think maybe a little bit of my mum, but otherwise there's not too many people in my family that are my kind of fucking dramatic. Um, so I do, I will admit that I'm very loud and dramatic, but you know what? That's just me. And I kind of, I've accepted those parts of me and I kind of like them, but I understand how a lot of people would find that really fucking annoying. I talk a lot, a lot and constantly, and that can be quite annoying for some people. Obviously when I pick up on people's social cues that they don't want to talk to me or they just want to be left alone, I will leave them alone. You do you boo. That is so fine. I completely understand that. I know that I really like to be left alone sometimes, um, so I respect your boundaries and I'll leave you alone. However, 
just in general, I talk a lot, uh, which is part of the reason I started the podcast. So maybe I can like vent a little bit more on here and annoy less people in my day-to-day life, potentially, hopefully. Another one of my irritating behaviors is that I think I'm funny and I laugh at my own jokes. This happens a lot at work. But I don't think the people at work seem to mind too much because then because I'm laughing at my own joke, they think that I'm just stupid for laughing at my own joke and so they start laughing at me. Not with me, not about my joke. They just start laughing at me because I'm laughing at my joke. Um, So it's not too much of an issue at work, I don't think. I don't know. Everybody seems to be fucking happy. But I know that sometimes my friends get pissed off with that because I'm constantly making jokes. I'm literally, I'm like Chandler being in Friends. (laughs) Like Chandler is my type of humour. He, he has my type of humour, Chandler Bing. Another thing I do is tailgate people. I really don't mean to. I just, I think it's more or less like the people that don't fucking do the speed limit. Like if you're doing the speed limit, I will be at least three seconds behind you. And if you're doing over the speed limit, uh, I will likely be still, I will likely still be three seconds behind you because I'm usually doing slightly over the speed limit. But people who do below the speed limit, I can't help but tailgate them because they just piss me off and I just want them to hurry up. And I understand that when you tailgate people, they are likely to slow down even more so that you back the fuck off. However, something in me just doesn't want to do that. I don't like to back down. I don't like to lose. I'm very competitive. And so I take it as a challenge. <laughs> when I know I shouldn't but like can't just do the speed limit in the first place and then I won't have to tailgate you oh my mom says that even though I chew with my mouth shut I chew really loudly and she thinks that I produce more saliva than most people I think that's total crap and she needs to get over it I think my mom's just got super sensitive hearing nobody else has complained except for my ex-boyfriend who knows maybe it is me but I do chew with my mouth shut I just you know must produce more saliva because apparently my chewing's loud see I don't hear it but then again I'm me and I'm too busy enjoying my food to care about what the fuck I'm sounding like. So, yeah. I fidget a lot and I, you know, sometimes tap on things or I'll make rustling noises or I'll, you know, go, you know, I'll just like fidget a lot with things or I'll like play with my clothing and people who are super like, since I've been on my medication, this hasn't been such an issue. I feel like I've been a lot more calmer and relaxed and content whilst on this medication however when I wasn't on this medication because this is anxiety medication when I had I guess day-to-day anxiety about things or whatever I would fidget and I think just that annoyed some people I don't understand why fidgeting would annoy some people but um I googled it and apparently it's a pet peeve when people fidget I honestly think that's a that's a you problem instead of a me problem they, they should get over that and the last irritating behavior I have that I'm aware of is that I am always late to everything I don't know why I honestly I try my best and like one out of ten times I will be early to something one out of ten times I will be on time however eight out of ten times I will be late and I mean very late I'm even ask the people I work with I am late to work eight out of ten times like I rarely come into work early I just I I try to I try to, but then something happens that morning or I get distracted and I'm I'm in, I'm in at work late or like say there's like a family dinner, I'll be half an hour late. I, I just can't fucking help myself or my mum will literally like call me because she'll be like, where the fuck are you? And I'll be like, I'm still doing my hair. I don't know why, but I'm still doing my hair. I'm always fucking late and I don't know why. Anyway, guys, um, that is all of the negativity you're going to hear from me today. Um, I just really felt like fucking venting this week. Honestly, being a girl sometimes is so fucking hard. And as much as having a period is really fucking annoying, um, I'm so grateful to be a girl. So I'm not going to complain about that. 
if you have any pet peeves that you would like to share, feel free to send me a message on my Instagram, which is addicted to chaos pod or comment on one of my posts. Um, I really hope to start posting more. I really want to be more consistent. If you liked this video, feel free to give it a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora or whatever streaming service you are listening to this on. To whoever is listening, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I'll talk to you in my next one. Bye.